What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Over Six Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Demandenberg, and with me, as always, is the Turf King, the Lock King, Cameron Charlton. What's going on? Man, I am just so ready for three straight days of football. Not only this week, but next week. We get Christmas football. We get December, Saturday, December 18th football. We get back-to-back weekends of three days of football. At least I think. I think there's a Monday night or next week. Either way, we get full weekends of NFL football, and I'm just super excited for it. Even if there's no football on the Monday, it'll be World Juniors. So, oh, yeah. huh? Even better. Even better. We got World Juniors next week plus NFL football all weekend. What's better than that? Just Christmas time, sitting at home, avoiding the family because I'm watching a ton of sports. Yeah, the coaches are going to get a workout. The couches are like, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. There'll be lots of eating, lots of drinking, lots of sitting on the couch watching sports. Um, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. So, um, uh, we, we need some, we need back to back good weeks here. It's been a while since we've had back to back good weeks. I was saying before that it's been a while since I've had a good week. Now that I've had one, got to, got to rally it back up because usually after a big, I'm like the Detroit lions of picks, except for not really. Cause I have, I've had more, a couple wins this year. But, you know, coming off a big win, this is a letdown spot. So I got to prove the prove the haters wrong, prove the picks, or, you know, whatever, prove the line wrong, and uh, and just you know knock it out of the park here. It's the holiday season. Let's keep everything on in a good mood. Keep it going. Bring the joy. Let's go. Bring the joy indeed. And let's get to our picks. It's the over six. NFL picks week 15 and um, once again picking all games against the spread on Friday sorry on Saturday on Sunday and on Monday and I think it's going to be a three lock special this week I feel like we have to honor the Christmas season give everybody some gifts everybody's playing our Miami Dolphins are playing after the bye week Uh, teams are not very good off the bye week we'll see if the Dolphins can buck that trend Uh, but we're going to kick it off on Saturday. We have Saturday football for the first time this year. College football is over, so NFL is taking over Saturdays. Saturday afternoon, we have a Las Vegas heading to Cleveland. Vegas, favored by a point and a half, mainly because of all the COVID outbreaks. Cleveland's going to have nobody playing in this game. Kareem Hunt's out, non-COVID related. Baker sounds like he's going to be out COVID related. Missing a bunch of guards, probably. Kevin Stefanski, their head coach. Tested positive as well. I just got a quote here, though, because Case Keenum most likely to get the start on Saturday. He was just talking about Nick Chubb, how excited he is to have a fully healthy Nick Chubb back. Here's the quote. Having a full Chubb back there is going to be really good. (laughs) Yeah. You have to know, Having a full chub. He has to know. He has to know. He has to know. He has to know. He did this for the quote, and it was worth it. 100% worth it. Having a full chub on the Cleveland Browns is good. Oh, they're howling in the dressing room. You know it. Like, as soon as... So, like, there's two things. Number one, if he meant it, he's a legend. Number two, if he didn't mean to say it like that, he's an idiot, because you know that the dressing room's going to be like, you like a full chub back there, don't you, Case? (laughs) Oh, my God. So good. Too easy. So this game, Vegas favored by a point and a half. And uh, right now, I just can't take this Raiders team. I know Cleveland's going to be missing a few players, a few important players, but they still have Nick Chubb. Like, Kareem Hunt is an important pass catcher and useful in their offense. Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the league. Case Keenum isn't that big of a drop-off from Baker Mayfield. 
if you're an NFL coach right now and you needed one of the backups in the league to step up for one game to get the job done, I think Case Keenum's right up there. And overall, I just think this Browns team is better than this Raiders team. Raiders team hasn't looked good. Browns team has looked good and bad at times, but I just think their defense is going to find a way to get the job while they're probably going to miss another week. So I don't think Derek Carr and Hunter Renfrew are going to be able to get the job done against this Browns team. I think Browns are going to find a way to win this. So I'm going to take Browns plus one and a half. I'm going the opposite way. I'm going to take the Raiders minus one and a half. Um, they've had the last two games, they lost 17-15 of the football team, and they got blown out 48-9 to by the Chiefs. Um, this has got to be a get-right spot, I would think, for the Raiders. Um, I, I'm going to – there's word that Waller may be back this week. If he is, if he isn't. I, I just – this Raiders team always does this. They always end up at, you know, 50, 500 on the year. Currently, they're 6-7. and seven. Um I mean, the Browns could barely get by a, a, a Ravens team that has no starters, pretty much. Almost zero starters on that entire team, and they won by two points. Um, I, I just think that the Raiders are going to have a, a decent week this week. If Tyler Hunt, if, if Huntley can can um, can have a, a successful couple of drives against the Browns, uh, I have no doubt that Derek Carr, Renfro, and those guys can do that as well. Josh Jacobs, um, yeah, give me, the, give me the Raiders minus the one and a half. Moving into the Saturday night football game. We'll be watching this game together, at least part of it. It'll be on the TV at Yes, Burke's sir. Park. Let's go. We have the new England Patriots heading to Indy. Indy favored by two and a half over the Patriots. Why is Indy favored? Well, they're at home. I So at on a neutral field, this is a pick em? I mean, I think they're thinking that. I, I My guess is they're thinking that they're going to, you know, that they're going to be able to, you know, eliminate some of Mac Jones and what he's able to do. They're going to basically bank on Jonathan Taylor probably getting three touchdowns, right? Got to be. Yeah, this New England D is just good. If they can force Carson Wentz to throw it, they're going to be able to get a pick or two. I'm just all over New England here. I don't, like, they're the second best team in the AFC, in my opinion. I think the Chiefs are better than them. I know they're number one seed right now. But you're going to give me this Patriots team with the way they're playing, plus points. I'm all over the Patriots right now. And a New England Patriots win against the Colts is good for the Miami Dolphins in the wild card race. It is. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to go the other way. And the reason I'm going the other way is because if you look at the underlying stats here, the Patriots are 6-0. and uh, on the road, right? So you'd think, wow, 6-0 and on the road. This is a lock for them to beat the Colts. Is it? Is it? They're 9-4 and four against the spread. The Colts are 8-5 and five against the spread. Uh, New England's won, what, four or five in a row? Something, Something like that. that. Six, six in a row? They're definitely hot. They're, they're, due for, they're due for an L. They're, they're, just, they're due for a letdown spot of sorts. And I'm, I'm not saying this is a letdown spot. This is a huge game for them um, because they can really extend their lead um, in in the AFC East, and um, I, I, but I just think you know I just think that this is a spot where the Colts have have been good against teams all year long. They embarrassed the Bills, and I just think that the Patriots have had a kind of a soft schedule. I would say a little bit, and they're going to run into a tough Colts team. Give me the Colts on that betting line of two and a half. Yep, moving along Sunday 1 p.m. We have Carolina heading to Buffalo. Buffalo favored by ten and a half. I mean, Carolina <laughs> Carolina can't keep it close again. They lose to Atlanta by what seven, eight. Buffalo 
has a really good defense, how is Carolina's offense going to score? I don't care that Tredavious White is out. They're going to be able to show up against the Panthers, and their offense is going to get the job done. Ten and a half isn't enough for the Bills. I don't think you could make it much more, but I just all over the Bills here. I can't take this Panthers team with confidence right now. Yeah, I said that as well. I, I'm not digging the Panthers anymore this year. I just don't think they have anything really to play for anymore. Uh, the Bills absolutely have something to play for. Lost a huge game against the Bucks last week in a heartbreak fashion. You could say, well, you're going to have a letdown spot after such an emotional loss. Uh-uh, they don't got time for that. They know that if the Patriots win this week and they lose and, and the Bills lose this week, this division is good as gone. And you're playing wild card games against teams that you do not want to play against. So, yeah, give me the Bills minus a ten and a half all day long. I, I think the Panthers are going to have a very, very <laughs> difficult time. Um, and are you starting PJ Walker this week, or are you running with it, like is Cam starting? It doesn't sounds matter. Like it could be a three. It sounds like it could be all three. Sam Darnold might oh, play Jesus in this game a bit Christ. too. Matt okay. Rule says he's not scared of running a three-person QB rotation in the game. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That is, as a receiver, I would be livid. Why would you want three different quarterbacks for thing? No, absolutely not. Uh, Bills might by twenty-one. Moving along to the next game, another auto fade team. We have Houston heading to the Jags. Jags are favorites. Uh oh. The Jaguars are three and a half point favorites against Houston here. After Trevor Lawrence came, comes out and says we won't win if there's drama with this team. And then more rumors come out about the kicker, about the coaches, about all of this. We already know where the you're Jags going. The Jags aren't winning. The Jags are not winning. It's an auto fade. Fade the Jags. The Texans team. Davis Mills is going to find a way of getting the job done. Brandon Cooks is going to have a game here. Uh, David Johnson. Uh, oh, Rex my Burkhead. God. Whoever's going to be the oh, running back. Jesus Christ. You're grasping at straws here. The, I knew. I saw it worked in week on the, one. Oh, my God. I saw this game on the schedule, and I was like, oh, my God. This guy's going to absolutely just. Like, we've been shitting on the Texans for weeks, and this guy's going to be the biggest Texans fan. Uh, by the way, this could it decide wor- our Texans Worked in Jag- week one. This could decide our Texans-Jags bet, by the way. This will decide our te- unless they tie. This probably will. I don't think either of them's going to win another game, so this but is like, it. Dude, they, Whoever wins this game is going to Imagine if they tied. Oh, my God. That'd be the funniest thing. Give me the Jags minus three. Um, the Texans are, are worse than the Jags. I, I still fully believe this. And they are they are not good whatsoever. I'm I'm sorry. The Jags have had two quality wins this year. Their only wins were quality wins, and now you're you're facing a team that you are directly compared against as a bottom dweller team. Show them what's up, Jaguars roar! Let's go, baby. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. The Jags are a much more talented team, but they are the worst coach team in the NFL. So no. James Robinson's Moving gonna along, have a huge have... game. Huge game, James Robinson. Start him. Moving along, the Tennessee Titans head to Pittsburgh. Tennessee favored by two points. Well, that seems wrong, doesn't it? I mean, the Titans get the job done. They've won a couple games. They shut out the Jags last week. <laughs> what about Big Ben in the fourth quarter? Yeah, Big Ben in the fourth quarter. Got to come out and come from behind here. Uh, I'm going to steal a little something from you. I... This, this, the Steelers' defense... Versus a team, I mean, who, who does the Titans have now? Julio, that's it? That's it's Julio, yeah, Julio and it's Tannehill? AJ Brown's, yeah, AJ Brown's out at least one more week, so just Julio, basically. Yeah, give me the Steelers. I think their defense is going to step up. Um, yeah, 
after after this this past weekend where they kind of got embarrassed, I would say by the Vikings, they did step up towards the end of the game. Um, their defense improved immensely. Their offense improved immensely at the end of the game. Um, I'm gonna ride the Cameron Charlton yearly uh, tout of the Steelers' defense is better than people think. They're still good. They just have struggles on offense. I think that they're gonna have a great game this week. Give me the Steelers minus. Oh, sorry, yeah, Steelers because plus. Of defense. Steelers plus one and a half. Yeah, Steelers plus two. Plus, plus two. two. It scared me last week because their defense couldn't stop the running game at all. TJ Watt, again, questionable. This guy is leading the league in sacks, and he's missed two games and is questionable again. Making me a little nervous, but again, I'm going to trust this Pittsburgh team. I think they're going to find a way to get it done. Mike Tomlin's just a really good coach. He keeps teams above 500 on the year. He's going to keep them in this playoff race in this messy division. So I think they're going to find a way to win this game, and uh, I think it's going to be big for them and keep them in the playoff race. No, it could be for sure. Moving along, we have the Arizona Cardinals heading to Detroit. Arizona favored by 13. According to the power... Arizona by 13.5. According to the power rankings for fantasy quarterbacks, we have the number one ranked fantasy quarterback in power rankings, not overall, but power rankings, versus the 31st. Who's worse than Jared Goff? One person is, I guess, at least. So, Uh, Who's worse than Jared Goff? Are they are they considered Davis T- Mills worse? Taysom Hill, Mike Lennon. No, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill for fantasy. No, he's way above. Oh, that's Jared true. Goff. That's true. That's true. Oh, uh, uh, Matt Ryan. No, Matt, Matt Ryan's, Ryan's like really top. he's really bad fantasy. He's still at like nineteenth on the. Air. No. Yeah. Come on. Oh but my two God. has missed like four four games. So that's brutal. Anyway. Anyways, so Arizona's favored by thirteen in this game. Arizona, Where are we going with this? Arizona by thirteen and a half. Yeah, I, I mean, I just I that's can't that's all that's all I got. That's all I got. Thirteen and a half. Because th- now that I say that the Lions are going to somehow do this like sneaky cover, have a good game. Except, uh no, the 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 Cardinals need this game. That's it. Yeah, I think the Cardinals are easily going to win this game. It does scare me about a back row cover. Uh, St. Brown's looked really good as a receiver for the Lions, but they're missing too many people. No Swift again. Will no Williams again. Like uh, Hawk is probably not going to play again. I just don't think they have enough offense to get the job done. So. I think it could be like a 21 to seven game. So that gets the cover done for Arizona. I think they could ease off the pedal a little bit. James Conner might sit out this game. Chase Edmonds might be back. You got no Hopkins, but again, Arizona is a much better team. So they're going to find a way to win and 13. I think they're going to find a way to cover that too. Nine and four. The Cardinals are against the spread and Detroit is eight and five. Just so you know, eight and five is pretty good. They cover the Lions actually yeah. cover a lot. Which is that? Like that's the scary part. But I think you're right. Like I think, it, like if it's the Cardinals are winning this game, there's no way fans or butts about it. Um, but like, look at the money line. Like from the, the line that I'm looking at, it's minus seven fifty. Minus seven fifty for the Cardinals. Like I honestly might consider just throwing like a a, a couple bucks on plus five twenty five. Why not? I, but I think it's a lock. The Cardinals are gonna win. But yeah, backdoor cover is yeah wide open. Be warned. Moving along, we have the Dallas Cowboys heading to the New York Giants. Dallas favored by 10 and a half. That's a uh, lot of points. Yeah, no, I'm fading the Cowboys again. I don't think they're that good of a team. Division game, always going to be closer than you think. 10 and a half is too many points. That's a touchdown and a field goal. Jake Fromm is going to come up with a way for the Giants here. He's going to get into this game. He's going to find a way for his first career NFL touchdown. They're going to find a way of covering this 10 and a half and still lose. Cowboys, just the running game, 
both running backs a little injured here, not looking great. Dak hasn't looked great in a while. And again, division game, I just think it's going to be close. Dallas is going to find a way to win this game. I'm not really worried about that. I just think the Giants are going to find a way of backdoor cover unless they're doing something silly. Give me the boys minus 10.5. Um, I, I, again, I went against them once, and they burned me this year. So, yeah, that's it. I just the, the Giants are a bad football team. They're a bad football team, and I... I haven't people. I've I've been seeing tweets from Ryan Kramer. Oh, well, Jake Fromm. Like I've seen some. Look at this game tape. This, that, and the other. I'm like, no. I'm sorry. You do not have like your offensive we- weapons are next to zero. You're going with your second and third string quarterback. Your defense got like lit up by Miami in the second half of that game. Um, yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, give me the Cowboys. They're they're gonna they're gonna have some fun. Moving along, we have the Washington football team heading to Philly. Philly. Favored by seven. Man, ton of big numbers, eh? Yeah, no. This game is like, I. this is too many points for this. This is divisional game again. Washington football teams looked good a lot of the last weeks. They pulled it, pulled it close with the Cowboys last week and only lost by, I think, seven. It was a decent game, though. They found a way to battle back. Philly's not as good as the Cowboys. Philly, again, I thought they were the worst team in the division. They're clearly not. They're in the talks for the second place still. But Washington football team's arguably as good, if not better. And you're going to give me Washington with seven points? I'm all over the football team. Yeah, give me football team as well. I mean, Jalen Hurts has proven that he's not a good quarterback. Um, And they're coming off the bye, right? So, again, team's coming off the bye. Generally not good. Except for Miami this week. We'll get to that. But um, generally, teams coming off the bye have not been successful. Uh, and road teams have been extremely successful. So you mix a road team with getting seven points and they're placing, facing a team off the bye. Washington football team plus seven all day, baby. So on those comments, so we're going to move right into the next game. So we have a road team, the New York Jets, heading to Miami. Miami off the bye, favored by 10. Where are you going? Give me Miami minus 10. And I'll tell you why, because it doesn't matter that road teams have been favorited this that are have been one more games this year, and teams coming off the bye sucking. That's a myth. I'm just kidding. I, I I mean, those are all valid points, except for actually, if you look at the rule when it comes to that kind of stuff, there's an asterisk underneath, and the asterisk says unless it's the Lions, the Texans, the Jags, or the Jets, then you then you go the other way. Um, the Jets, like if you think that Zach Wilson had bad games against. Uh, who did he? Well, who did he play actually? Sorry, give me one sec. Because he had some really bad games recently. Zach Even- Wilson leads the league in percentage of throws for interceptions, and now he's yeah. placing a Miami D that is deceptive. Runs a bunch of cover zero, which really hits rookies who can't read coverage at all. And, and who's the they Jets have two of the best receiver. And they have two of the best corners. It's going to be I, everyone's injured. Corey Davis out for the year. Elijah Mitchell, I don't think, or Elijah Moore's not going to play in this game. So it's going to probably be Jamison Crowder as the number one receiver this week. Yuck. That's disgusting. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Like, it just, to me, like, the Jets are one and five on the road. They're three and 10 versus the spread. And you have a hot Miami team. Like, the Jets got lit up 30 to nine by the Saints. By the Saints. You beat the Texans by seven. The Texans. I'm like, I'm just telling you right now, like, I, like, so Miami won 24 to 17 the last time they played. So they won by a touchdown. But I that thought was all, that was Joe Flacco really showing up well and knowing yeah, how to read defenses and yeah. coverage and blitz. Yeah. It was him getting the ball out quick and being able to read coverage as it was a veteran move. 
I was really scared of these 10 points, but I think I've talked myself into taking Miami here too. I just, again, the Jets give up more points than anybody. This offense is starting to figure themselves out with Miami. Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker's back now too. Like, they're going to go off. Jalen Waddle is going to have a massive game here against the Jets. Two is going to keep up this high percentage, these easy throws, finding the right person at the right time. Does scare me a little bit that they might have no running game this week. Malcolm Brown sounds like he'll be back, so at least they'll have somebody who can play running back. But again, they should find a way to get the job done easily, and I think their defense is going to be much better against Zach Wilson than it was Joe Flacco. Zach Wilson long-term is going to be a better quarterback option, but Joe Flacco against the zero blitz, the zero safety offense that runs all these different coverages, I don't think he's going to be able to read them the same way, and I think he's going to struggle. So This could be a Miami, huge pick game. Minus 10. Yeah. The Bills, when they were playing some of their worst football, beat them 45-17. Just saying. So, yeah, Miami minus 10 all over it. Let's go. Moving along, Cincy heading to Mile High, Denver. Denver favored by two and a half here. Yeah, so um, remember, so last week when they played the Lions, right? You had Teddy Bridgewater at home. Shouldn't cover, but they did. So now they're home again. Versus a Cincy team that is infinitely better than the Lions team. Infinitely better. Teddy Two Glows does not cover at home unless it's versus the Lions, the Jags, the Texans, or the Jets. That's it. Again, the disclaimer, right? So, yeah. Give me the Bengals. Gotta do it. Yeah, I've been going back and forth on this game. The Bengals' offense is really good. Their defense has showed signs of not being very good. Denver's defense is really good. Their offense has showed signs of not being really good. So the teams match up kind of interesting against each other. Joe Burrow, have we seen him in Denver before in elevation? I mean, I guess, yes, but uh, I don't know how he's going to do. Denver's a tough place to play for young people. Jamar Chase definitely hasn't played at elevation like that. So I think I'm going to take Denver here. I think their defense is going to find a way of getting this job done, and I think they're going to win this game. They've been pesky all year, and I think they're going to find another way of being pesky this game. And uh, Pat Sertain, their defense is going to show up big. Well, we can't be completely chalky either. We can't all pick the same pick, so that's fine. Um, no, I mean, the, the reality is is that, you know, the Bengals are just they, – they've just found ways to get the job done, and you have a tr- like a pro's pro in, in, in Joe Burrow. And this is – he's not a rookie – he, well, kind of still is because he didn't play most of last year. Uh, but look, you know, records against the spread. They're six and seven. Broncos are seven and six. Um, you know, their home record and away record are basically the same. So it is a pick 'em game. I think the line is in the right spot. I think it probably makes sense that Denver gets the the is giving away two and a half points. Um, but I'm going to go against common betting knowledge and take the two and a half with the Bengals. Um, if, if they lose by a field goal, I'm going to be pissed. I mean, I like a, a, a Bengals teaser here. Actually, is a really nice spot. I think like a like a plus eight and a half. Yeah, no, I agree. That would be a great spot. So keep that in mind. Like if you're doing a teaser, Bengals plus eight and a half. I think is a really nice play. Um, and I think money lines in play as well. But yeah, Bengals yeah, minus. Moving Bengals, along. Bengals plus two and a half. Moving along, we have Atlanta heading to San Fran. San Fran favored by nine. A lot of points for the San Fran team. Yeah, but Debo Samuel is going to just crush this team. And don't get me, he's not, he's going to play. Like, there's like, the always questionable was limited at a practice. No, he's going to play. Um, still coming off his injury. They're taking it light on the practice. But yeah, this guy's playing. And Cam, what have you told me that's helped me recently? Don't bet on bad teams. There you go. Don't bet on bad teams. Give me the San Francisco 49ers minus nine. 
Yeah, I'm going to go that way too. I just think George Kittle, this defense, if they have Elijah Mitchell back, I don't know if he's going to be back or not, but that would be a huge boost against this team. The Atlanta Falcons can't tackle. So how are they going to tackle guys like Debo Samuel, who's slippery, and George Kittle finding open space? They're not going to be able to get the job done. I'm liking San Fran here too. A lot of points, but Atlanta's not a good football team. I know Atlanta fans are still thinking playoffs are in sight. They're going to finish. They have a chance with how the divisions and wild cards are lining up. No, they don't. They're minus 103 point differential. They have no business being in it. They've lucked into some wins. So no, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Atlanta fans and Leaf fans have a lot in common. They don't want to hear that, but blowing big leads, having super high expectations. I mean, they wasn't the Super Bowl, so that's a little different, but high expectations and unrealistic expectations about what your team's actually at. Who does that remind you of, huh? Yeah. Moving along, we have Seattle heading to the LA Rams. Rams favored by seven. Oh, boy. Um, I'm actually on Seattle here. I like Seattle in this matchup to keep it close. Division game, big game for Seattle. Russ is starting to come into his own, and the Rams are fighting a bunch of COVID issues. I think it's going to be a little bit of a letdown spot for them coming off their big win over the Cardinals. I still think the Rams are probably going to find a way to win this game in a tight game, but no Odell, no Joseph Day. Don't know what's happening with the rest of their team come the COVID issues, so... I think Seattle's going to find a way of keeping it close, and Pete Carroll over Sean McVay seems like a good bet, especially at seven points. They can keep this to a field goal, they win it. So uh, give me Seattle plus seven. Uh, I'm kind of caught in between, right? Because I do think it is a less letdown spot coming off that huge game versus the... Actually, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going with you. I just, and I just talked myself into it because they just came off a huge game versus the Cardinals. They're on a short week. Right, so they played the Monday Nighter. They're on a short week. They've got COVID issues, and the COVID issues could get worse. Like, what happens when Cooper Cup goes on the COVID list on Wednesday, or sorry, Thursday or Friday? Right, like it's it's very very possible, and that they could have more additions to this. Um, so I I would. It sucks that we have to play the COVID angle, but in general, from a fundamental aspect, yeah, Seattle also came off a nice big win versus a team that's not very good. So you could argue, well, maybe Seattle, you know has to play a good football team now so they kind of also have a little bit of a letdown but i, I i'm gonna hedge a little bit and take seattle plus the seven just to make sure like if they lose they lose but if the if the rams lose anybody else to to coven it's going to be a a practice squad game versus versus russ who's starting to cook yeah exactly moving along to sunday 4 p.m the last game in the 4 p.m slate green bay heading to baltimore green bay favored by five I think I think Green Bay is the way to go here. I just don't think uh, – I'm not sure what's happening with Baltimore at quarterback, whether Lamar plays or not. He's not going to be as mobile as you need him to be in a game like this. Green Bay's defense has been good. Our offense is finding a way. Baltimore's just got too many injuries. Green Bay's going to win this game, and they're going to win it by five or more easy. Mute. Sorry about that. I'm not editing that out, by the way. So sorry that I was on mute, everybody. I'm eating pizza, honestly. Didn't get to eat today. Uh, Green Bay, eleven and two versus the spread. Eleven and two versus the spread. Like, do I have to say any more? Versus a team that doesn't have offensive weapons right now, doesn't have a run game. They're they don't have like they their 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 defense is super depleted. Like they have nobody versus a Packers team that, frankly, I think is 
going to make the NFC Championship game. They've just played really, really good football, and they've had quality wins. They beat the Rams two weeks ago. They did lose to the Vikings, whatever. They beat Seattle by uh, 17 nothing. Like, I just, I don't know. This Rams team, they cover 11-2, can't go against it. I think they're going to win by a lot more than the than the number. So give me give me the give me the Packers minus. Moving into the Sunday nighter, we have the New Orleans Saints heading to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay favored by eleven. It's a lot of points though. Coming off a big win versus the Bills in OT, you've basically got the division wrapped up. I mean, it is Taysom Hill versus the. Bucks and you can throw versus the Bucks, but you can't run. But it's still 11 points. I mean, the Saints defense is actually pretty decent. Like, they're not terrible. Um, give me the Saints plus 11. I just don't see... I mean, this this is either going to be a blowout or they're going to cover. Like, there's no in-between. I don't see the Bucks winning by 14. Do you? No. The Saints are 3-0 and against Tom Brady as a Buccaneer in the regular season, Marshawn Lattimore against Mike Evans has been super good. And yeah, you can't really run on the Tampa Bay defense. They haven't been as good this year. Again, missing Vita Vea has hurt them. They're missing a couple other pieces. Their defense isn't completely healthy. 11 points is just too much. Alvin Kamara looked great last week and he doesn't need to rush. You just need to get him the ball in space and he can make guys miss. He can get down the field. Taysom Hill can rush. It gives them a couple options now. I know their offense hasn't been good, but their defense is good. So 11 points in this matchup is just too much. New Orleans is going to find a way of keeping this close. And I don't think they're going to win by any means, but it wouldn't completely shock me if they do pull this off because they just own Tom Brady in the regular season as a buck. And they own Mike Evans. Marshawn Lattimore over Mike Evans every time. So New Orleans is going to keep this close. 11 points is too much. Well, I agree. And I think one of the things we talked about all year, you're able to throw the ball on the box, but you can't run it. But this is where the Saints and with Alvin Kamara, it's really easy, right? Your your RPO plays that you're going to run this game are going to be huge, right? Like Kamara, like the the underneath the Kamara or just to the outside pitch to Kamara is going to work, I think, extremely well. Not even talking yeah. about how the fact that it's a not even talking about that in a sense it should be a letdown spot for the Bucks, right? You have four games left this year. You have to win one to win the division. You don't think that. You don't think that this is a spot where they're like, eh, don't really need it. And as you said, with the success that the Saints have had versus Tom Brady, you got to take the le- the 11. Yeah. Moving along, we have the Monday nighter. The Minnesota Vikings head to Chicago. Minnesota favored by three and a half. Kirk Cousins <laughs> gets another primetime game. I love how they always put the Vikings game. Like, no matter who it is, they're like, eh, three and a half. Eh, three. Eh, two and a half. Right, like they, they always keep it around this, which is so scary to me. Um, but the reality here is, is you take the Vikings. Why do you take the Vikings? The Bears are a bad team. They're, they're not. They're not a good team. As much as the Vikings keep it close, and the Bears could cover if the Vikings win by a field goal. Uh, I'm just not convinced. I just, I, I do think, and the Vikings have burned me how often this year? All the time. But the Bears are four and nine against the spread. At least Minnesota is above 500 against the spread, right? Like they're they're fighting for their playoff lives. Um, they've given too many games. Well, they're six and they're six and seven in the in the NFC. You like lost they're tied to the for Detroit Lions. They are tied the for Lions. they are tied for a wild card spot right now. So, so give me the Vikings minus the points. 
They got it. They got no, work I'm, to do. I'm all over the bears here again. Vikings keep every game to one possession three and a half. So bears, if they lose by a field goal, still cover Justin Fields looked much better last week. The Vikings let Jared Goff throw all over them. You're not telling me Justin Fields can't run, find Mooney, find Robinson, who has been pretty invisible this year in space. David Montgomery's not going to be able to have a good game. Again, these Bears looked good against the Packers D. They showed up. They put up some points. They got guys who can get the job done in space. The Detroit Lions were able to drive on this Minnesota D. Kirk Cousins in prime time. Kirk Cousins in prime time. I know he got the cover last he time. He played well last time. No, he didn't play that well. Dalvin Cook played really well. So, well, well, Dalvin Cook could play well again versus the Bears. Come on, the Bears are a decent defense. No, all over the Bears here. This is this is too easy. I think the Bears are going to cover this, and I legit think the Bears have a chance at winning this game. Oh, so is that like a like a nice little sneaky uh, money line dog play? Yeah, I would be especially again Live another one, three and a half. Yeah, no, I for sure think so. Nice. All right. Well, there you go. That wraps up week 15 for us. Other than we've got locks. Now I'm thinking it's a special weekend. We got three different days that there's football other than the Thursday nighter. I'm thinking we do one Saturday and then two of either Monday or Sunday. How do you feel about that? Sure. Let's do it. We did it uh, for Thanksgiving. So let's do it again. All right. How do you want to do? You want to go two? One on Saturday and then two for the rest of the week. Okay, let's do that. Uh, and am I up first? Yeah, you can go up first on Saturday because, uh, I mean, we're opposite on the Saturday game, so I don't think we're locking up the same game. I'm going to be bold. Give me the Colts minus two and a half versus the New England Patriots. Sorry, Bill. It's just I, I you're due. The, Col- the, the Patriots are due for an L. They're not going to win out the rest of the year. I don't see it. They're due for an L. Colts at home. Give me Colts minus two and a half. Lock it up on the Saturday. Well, we're at least going one and one. Both of or oh and one or one and oh for both of us. Because I'm locking up the Patriots. You're giving me this Patriots team plus points against anybody right now, especially the team who's in the wild card race. We're not facing one of the top teams in the AFC. So give me the Pats plus two and a half. Wow, that's making it really interesting. Do you want to just go one every other then? Sure, let's do it. Okay, well, I'm going to steal yours. I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins, minus 10 uh, versus the uh, the New York Jets. I think that your the Jets are going to have a time at a half trying to do anything against this Miami defense. They're going to be fresh. They're going to be hungry. They know they're only a game back of the Bills. The Bills are going to, you know, have a not-so-fun time the rest of the way. Miami has an easy-looking schedule. They are ready to go. They are primed for this playoff push, and they are going to take it to the Jets. Seven points last time they played them wasn't enough. Bump it up to 10. Dolphins, lock it up, baby. Yeah, I'm going to go to the 4 o'clock slate and take Green Bay minus 5. I'm going to get all over this line before Lamar gets ruled out. This line is is not being minus five if Lamar's not playing. No chance. We don't know what's going to happen. And even if he's playing, I don't know if Lamar's going to be able to run. So Green Bay, minus five in this spot. They got no secondary in Baltimore. They're not going to be able to stop Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. A.J. Dillon's been unbelievable too. They're not going to be able to stop this offense. So all over the Packers covering the five. I like it. My last uh, my last lock, um, we're locking six games out of, what is it? 15 that's pretty good um my last lock is gonna be i'm i'm deciding between two sorry for the delay i'm gonna take the buffalo bills minus was it is it 10 and a half 
Yep. Ten and a half versus the Panthers. I got to take one. I, I'm going to take two big spreads. Fuck it. Fuck it. Panthers are a bad team. They're just a bad team. Our buddy Nate's going to love it. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, you locked up the Bills. That means the Panthers are going to win. Nope. Bills need this game. Bills are desperate. They are desperate, desperate, desperate for a dub, and they are going to take the Panthers to pound town. I hope you play Cam Newton. I hope you play Cam Newton. We'll see what happens with that. Sham Newton. They are going to absolutely feast on these Panthers. Give me the Bills, baby. Yeah, for my third lock of the weekend, second normal lock, give me the Washington football team plus seven. I just think these teams are fairly equal. And, again, I don't really trust this Philly team overall, this offense. If they get forced to pass it, they're in trouble. Taylor Heineke showed times he can be good, and I think this offense is going to bounce back. Washington football team, I think, has been the better team over the last five weeks. So you're giving me the Washington football team plus seven. I'll take that all day long. Washington football team plus seven. Lock it up. Triple locks. If we hit uh, all all six of these logs, then we're playing We Are the Champions music, no doubt. Um, no, we can't. It's impossible. No, it's possible. No, it's not. What if the, what if, well, I guess if the Patriots and. Okay. And, and it's two and a half, so we can't even like. Damn it. There's no time. <laughs> they can't even. Yeah, no, there's, there's no, no push. Damn it. No, there's no push. God so, damn it, uh, Cam. Yeah, it can't happen. Way to go. It's your fault because you're the way you took the second choice on that. That's fine. Whatever. Five or six, we'll still play the music because, you know. Five or six is still pretty good. Um, this is make or break lock season, though, honestly. So we could tie ourselves like because we're pretty well tied right now. Anyway, the games to watch this week, just so you're all aware, Texans versus Jags, mainly for Cam, <laughs> Cam and my interest in this game. Obviously, Miami versus the Jets, and the Thursday night is going to be unreal. Thursday night is going to be unreal. Um, it'll be over probably by the time you're listening to this one, but um, yeah, I'm sure that's going to be an unreal game. Honestly, uh, any other games can that you think are going to be a good one. I mean, both Saturday games have big playoff implications, Vegas and the Browns and then new England and Indy. So that's an exciting day. We also did get pretty cool news from the NFL this past week that we didn't touch on the Saturday in week 18. They will be adding two games to the schedule that will have playoff implications. So instead of everybody playing at the same time on Sunday, they're going to move two games to the Saturday that will have playoff implications. They will announce that after week 17. So that's exciting. They're going to make us have another Saturday of football. That'll be super important. Both games will matter. So just another full weekend of football that the NFL is giving us this time hey, of year. It's the giving season. It is. It is. I like that a lot. You know, there's nothing worse than like, you know, decision day in the NFL and there's so many games on. Like, you know, it's, it's time to throw on red zone when you're especially you're, you're looking at all these teams. And anyway, it's going to be really interesting. Um, anything else, Cam, before we sign it off to next week? No, I'm just ready for Christmas time and lots of football. Lots of football in fucking deed. Fins up. Let's go Dolphins. Fins up. Let's go Dolphins. We're making a playoff push. Don't look now. The division's in reach. I'm just kidding. The division's probably out of reach. But second place in the division's in reach. So watch out, Bills fans. Um, as always, you can follow us uh, on Twitter, at Over6Sports, uh, at Zach Over 6 and at C. Charleston Turf. And for the Over6Sports podcast, I am Zach DeMattenberg, and with me, as always, Cameron Fins Up Charlton. The Turf King and the Fins Up Cameron Charlton. Thank you for listening to Over 6 Sports, and we'll talk with you next week.